You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network. To another episode of your favorite sports betting show. That's right. It is time once again for the Degenerate Dungeon brought to you by the Glass Cannon Network. I am your host, Brian Hollywood Hagen. So pumped to be here another week and to see you find beautiful people. Um, and I'll tell you what, we're going old school here. For those that used to listen to the Jump the Sharp show, it's time for a little powwow with my boy, one-on-one, the beautiful and the handsome, the woodman, David Woody. Hey, buddy. Uninterrupted sports betting tonight, baby. Let's go. And I might interrupt a few times. I've been known to, you know, but we'll see how it goes. How are you, sir? I'm great. I'm great. I'm, uh, I'm very excited. I think excited. we can do this. Ooh. Ooh. Hi. A little, little zoom in. Let's go back to that. <laughs> a little too much. Um, I'm excited. You know, we've got we've had some funky weather going on here in the Northeast. Dude. I don't know if people know what's going on with that. Um, Welcome to the Red Planet, better known <laughs> as Earth. It's wild, um, and uh, a lot of other stuff going on. But but some really fun time for sports, nonetheless. Unfortunately, I think some games are going to be canceled. Sounds like. Yeah, fight got canceled tonight. Yankees game got canceled. I mean, it's insane. I've never seen anything like this before. How is it in South Philly? Same. It's the same. I, I feel like it's the same roughly uh, all the way down the whole East Coast from uh, like from way up north until all the way down to like I know at least one guy in Maryland who's saying it was just as bad. Um, yeah. yeah, it's going down like, New York's like red zone, man. Yeah. Not but even here, like I, you know, I looked out my window and like you know from my balcony you can see center city it like looks like for sure right like right there you know and like tonight even before sunset you couldn't see it at all there's no no, you can't see it at all hey man for those that don't follow the instagram you Ah. see on our our underscore of our names here at gcn sports is where you find us on twitter uh but the instagram woodman where would they find that I believe it is uh, degenerate uh, underscore dungeon. Does that sound right? I really, I could, I, I don't. I Just search degenerate dungeon. But the Woodman did do a a little bit of a, a a barbecue sesh out there via Instagram. And uh, right now, I'm sure those buildings in the distance were, aren't so clear to, on, yes. on this evening. I mean, it's really incredible. I mean, the the fact that you can go outside and almost taste it, and that's not being like. It's being illustrative, but it's almost dead on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You go outside. You could. You first of all, you smell like it's campfire immediately. Um, it's definitely. Crazy. Where are the flat earthers today? You know. What I, mean? I know. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Good point. Um, it is. I just looked it up. It is degenerate underscore dungeon. Like I thought. So that's that's a, oh, find us on Insta. I, I haven't posted enough. Don't worry. I'm gonna get to it. I'm working on. I got to come up with a little cadence. I want to post some more pics and stuff on there too. So, uh, we'll be. You'll see more more uh wood woodland content <laughs> woodland that's, that's the woodlands <laughs> better watch out anything with the lens at the end <laughs> might get burned up but nevertheless the woodlands in south philly um are holding holding well right now it, 
For those folks that used to listen to Jump the Sharp, the podcast that the Woodman and I did for almost three years, we are going to kind of give a little bit of a, a look into the past because it will be the Woodman and I tonight one on one. And for those in Nash that have uh, taken so kindly to the Degenerate Dungeon, we appreciate you so much. I see you, Cthulhu, and I see you, Vault Janitor. And yes, I see you, Dr. Sutton, there as well. Don't forget about Darth Kane, finally catching you live. Been using you guys to learn more about sports and betting. Keep up the good work. We appreciate the kind words. Thank you so much for being a part uh, of us right now. Go for it. Use me, Daddy. Oh, you're going to make me hit, don't make me hit drops before we even get to it. Tease you know? me, Daddy. Uh, he might tease me on that one. You know, he said, you, uh, it, 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 it's all good. But no, we're so pumped to be here live on Twitch every Wednesday evening, 10 p.m. Eastern time right here. Twitch.tv slash GCN Employee Lounge. As always, the podcasts are available almost immediately after this ends. Uh, for you guys uh, Thursday mornings or whenever you would like to listen to it. But as this being a sports betting show, yes, it is pretty much time sensitive. But at Glass Cannon Sports, like I mentioned, uh, of course, at Glass Cannon Pod for the Glass Cannon Network. And on Instagram, Degenerate underscore Dungeon. Um, do want to give a shout out, though. Normally, we will bring McD in right about now. Last week, my man pulls out a Rosang top five piece at plus 800 um she wins the tournament in her first ever pro tournament and i joked around about i'm gonna take her to win i'm gonna take her to win i think it was plus 2200 and i didn't because i just forgot i really wanted to put 10 bucks on that which would have won you 220 dollars uh i just freaking forgot and boy could i use those 220 uh but what a great pull by my man pots amazing it's amazing it's incredible it's amazing. so Shout out to Mick D. Um, I was doing some, I was doing some looking into some golf stuff because of there's been an incredible, like a volcano eruption that just happened yesterday in the Indeed. golf world. Yes, the PGA, which is what we all know golf is, you know, in the states versus Live Golf, which is their competitor that was. It's a Saudi based golf organization quote-unquote that um really just threw money out to buy for lack of a better term the as many players as many good players they could off the pga tour just to play in their team-based uh realm of golf which doesn't tickle my fancy very much uh, but nevertheless they merged with van in a like an uh, like no one knew by the way in a on the spot, spur to moment merger that is shaking the golf world. And um, what what did you think of this when you heard it? Yeah, well, I, so I examined the deal itself a little bit. Okay, and here we it's go. not really a merger. Uh, they just bought the PGA. Jeez, <laughs> uh, I didn't even know that. Like that's even worse. Yeah, it is even worse, dude. They put up all the money. Uh, it's they own the PGA. They bought them outright. Wow. Our golf uh, league was bought uh, by the Saudis. Um, we'll see oh. if like if it's as successful as I think it might be. As I think now, like they pretty much position themselves like right. to have the, the total monopoly on the sport, right? Like, um, I hope they don't learn any lessons from this. Like, hey, we should buy a football team. We should buy you know, <laughs> the NBA. I don't know. Like, I don't know how much. 
free cash they could pull if they wanted to do start doing something like this. But it's wild. It's crazy. It's not something I'm uh, real excited about. Um, yeah. You know. It's um, bummer. I'll tell you it's what, speaking of, of the NBA, yeah. it's going on right over my shoulder, um, game three right now. If you see me like doing doing this a lot, it's because I have multiple amounts of units on this game in one way or the other. Um, but yes, credit where credit's due. Dr. Sutton in the chat says, yes, McD, I got 82 bucks from that bet. Let's go, Rose. Amazing. And then he says, I owe McD a union 12-pack. My man, Bots and Fans, you do. Uh, but shut just make up, sure it's day. not cold. That's the thing. Well, yeah, you need a, and if you buy it cold, just sit on it for a good 10 <laughs> minutes and then give it to them. Um, so one thing I noticed as we're going on, I'm looking, I'm looking at like, I did a little bit of searching as far as the, uh, the, 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 the major PGA tour members that went over to live. Yep. And I'm looking at pictures of these guys. You know, you got the Brooksies, you got the DJs, the Dustin Johnsons. Yep. And then you have a guy who I kind of double took at. And I was like, did 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 Dave Woody go to the live tour? What? And then I was like, wait a second. Oh no, wait, that's Ian Poulter. Does this look like Dave Woody? Oh I mean, yeah, that kind of looks like me. Right? Uh, you know, not to not to barricade the podcast listeners, but if you want to see what we're doing live, twitch.tv slash employee lounge, that looks like Dave Woody to me. Anybody on board with that? I mean, I was like, holy shit, Ian Poulter's Dave Woody. And then I said, you know what? It, if we're going back to the old school jump the sharp like we used to do, just me and you on a pod, on a live Twitch stream, then I'm feeling good about it. So much so that I think we're going to win, just like he did right there. There's Dave Woody with a trophy. <laughs> so pumped. Look at you. Do you remember winning that? <laughs> Which one was that, Dave? It was the uh, Mutual of Omaha Classic. I don't see that. I see Morris Cup. But, yeah, okay. All right. So, Dave Woody. There you go. Ian Poulter. Who would have known? Separated at birth. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Sports betting 101, I do want to say. Uh, be, be you know, as we've go, gone on board with this show, some folks and we appreciate you guys so much, but some folks have been like, I'm on board with the entertainment, not quite sure what the hell's going on, you know what I mean? And yeah, for Darth Kane that said it earlier, like, I'm so pumped to finally be here. I just want to give an idea of what we're talking about when I was saying Rose Zhang was plus 800 to go ahead and win and finish top five in that tournament. Plus eight hundred means eight to one, um, yeah. Basically, eight, 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 eight to your money. When you see a plus sign on a bet, you're going to hear us talking a lot about a plus and a minus. Basically, layman's terms, plus is what you would win if you bet one hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You bet a hundred bucks, you, plus eight hundred, you would win eight hundred. Okay, if you bet a dollar, you'd win eight. Uh, right. So it's basically an eight times. If you hear us say minus. That means what you would have to bet to win $100. So if something was minus $240, you would have to put $240 on that bad boy to win $100. So minus means they're favored. Plus means probably not. But we like to make our plus money, and we're going to do that. We do. We also love our minus picks sometimes because sure. I just I just want to hit, right? Sometimes you I just want to We just like money. 
<laughs> that's what we're here for. And this yeah. is feeling old school. This is feeling good. Yeah. It looks like you're like pumping up. Like you ready to go? Get some. Show baby. me those moose plays, baby. I'll tell you what. It's time, ladies and gentlemen. If you're going to show your muscles, you might as well show your beer muscles with those, the Woodman. It's time for America's favorite segment. It's a little segment we like to call What Are We Drinking? A little bit of the bubbly. Woodman, what's going down your gullet tonight, my friend? Uh, excited for this one. Never tried. Never tried. I just opened it because I gave a little bit to my wife. So she, so it's open. But uh, oh, never tried this. Settle down. And um, <laughs> it was a gift, actually. It was, this was given to me at Christmas time. But this is a from Omegang, which is a good brewery that people would know. But this is one I've never heard of before. It says a rum, it's a rum barrel siren song. Whoa. Now, do you know the legend of the sirens, you know, from uh, from the Odyssey, from ancient Greece? No, sir. Okay. Uh, basically, the short version, Odysseus is on this ship with his all his men, and... Um, he has been warned that, you know, you don't listen to the siren song. You want to look at that song. again? And it sounds like it's this sound. It sounds like beautiful women uh, singing like in perfect harmony. But then when you get there, it's not women. They're monsters. And actually, they're going to eat you. And so um, he has his men right. uh, tie him to the mast of the ship because he, he knows that he's probably going to go crazy. But he wants to hear it so bad. So his men all plug up their ears but they tie him to the massive show so he can hear it. And he's like screaming at them to let him go. Uh, even though he knows in the rational part of his brain uh, that he'll be eaten alive. Holy so shit. Um, the, that's where the, 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 that phrase comes from. If everyone ever hears it, like the siren song is like something that's calling you to it. Even though you probably know in the rational part of your mind that it would not be a good thing for you, um, but it's, it's calling to you. So the siren so it's kinda, song, is, is it analogous to the, yeah. Is it analogous to the Trojan horse kind of deal? Well, it's that, like, you know, it's a present. The same book. But it was so, guy. I knew that. That's why I said it. I'm so fucking you're, cool. You're right on. Stuff. Yeah, oh, Homer. Homer. Yeah. That's why we, we, we actually had pre production. I got to admit. No. So, no, anyway, so let's good. try this. Oh, my gang. Uh, what are they famous for? What's their real famous one? I can't. I was trying to remember. I want to say it's like a, a, a white, white owl. Yes. I you think know? you're right. I don't know exactly off the top of my head, but oh, he's pouring it. Let's get a little going. Let's see what here. that looks like, babe. All right, so oh, yeah. First of all, it's darker than I thought. So right. it looks nice. Oh, so you have yet to actually have this touch. Have not traced. Have not tasted. Those lipskis. And he's going down the hatch right now. What do we think? Okay. 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 All right. Whoa. All right. Whoa. What don't you fucking understand? <laughs> do you know what it reminds me of on the first sip? Is a little bit like Mad Elf. Whoa! It has some of those elements to it. It's not as Christmassy, maybe, but it has a lot of the same. It's got the spice notes. It's a little bit sweet. It's okay. very dark. It's very, very dark. Um, and it's a rich. It's a rich beer. You know, uh, is it high ABV? What's it called again? Uh, it look must be. Thing. It's called Omegang's. It's called Siren Rum Song. Barrel Siren Song. Right, see what we got. We have on the Richter's. By the way. Uh, Beer Advocate has it at a 91, which is incredible. You got 9% on, on, on your board there. Buddy. Okay. Oh, it's a, yeah, it's a strong boy. Walk that plank. And that's a big John, too. It's not like a bottle. It's one of those hefty yeah. bottles, like the big big Jimmy Jams. It is. I'm going to be all tuned up here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look out. 
Belgian uh, style strong dark ale brewed with figs and raisins. See, see why I said, see why I said, Matt Elf? Like that's what that is. Like a strong ale with the figs and the raisins and all that kind of sweetness to it. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's powerful. It's got a packs of wallop. It's very. It's quite good. I think you'd like it. Giddy up. I like it. I, I, I like your style tonight. Um, I'm gonna have a dark beer myself if that's okay. Oh wow. I'm gonna go ahead and participate in this. I, I don't know if there's figs. Pretty much. No raisins, but, um, you know, I got a, I, I got a, uh, uh, something to get off my chest here, Nash, and the old school jump the sharpers here. I feel like I've, I've led us astray in the few weeks that we've been doing this show as the rebranded degenerate dungeon here, and I need to get my shit together. All right, it's time to get back to making some money. So I needed to focus. I needed to get myself straight, and here we go. It's from a brewery, what I'm drinking, from a brewery that is making its way probably, definitely like East Corridor, down the East Coast. They're moving, they're shaking, and they're getting bigger and bigger. They have a dark brew that's kind of like their essential brew. And it just so happened, whether he was here or not, that I did want to give a heads up. Once again, shout out to McDay on that Roseanne call. I'm drinking some Yingling Lager tonight. Let me crack this bamboo. Oh, man. Another dark brew. You know what I do, though? A little bit different. I don't know if you can see that. A little bit more bang for your buck. A little hefty <laughs> piece. That's a 16-ounce, John. I bet yours is also cold. Yeah, yes. You can also bet. Let me see if I can get that on the mic. No, I can't get that poor. Now, now it's going to be mad head. Oh, well. That's the Yingling right there for everybody. Uh, in my nice little Guinness uh, uh, glass, but I'll drink the rest out of here. Mm -hmm. Doesn't get much more better than that. McDee, I love you. Um, thanks so much for last week. I'm, I'm telling you, I wish I, I backed it more, but uh, but yeah, that Yingling Lager, man, it's something else, especially when it's cold. But giddy up to, uh, to McDee for always having the Yingling on board. And I had it no matter what. And now that he's MIA this week, I'm so happy I brought it on board because it wouldn't be a dungeon without the Yingling Lager, baby. Get me up to Pottsville, as some would call it Pottstown. Incorrect, but nevertheless. And I think bad. he would be he'd be very pleased uh if he had seen I'm the sure. kind of misdirection that you did too. I'm sure. That's a beautiful thing. And you know what? I hope everybody else is gonna be pleased based on what we're gonna do this week. Cause I'm 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 a little bit fired up. I'm really fired up, as a matter of fact. I have some ground to make up. I, I really do. And the Woodman, I know you're fired up as well, too. And this is bringing back some old school memories for me and you right now. Um, we built we built a show on a platform that was from novice to even less than novice. And we <laughs> built ourselves to something that we were very, very proud of. And right now it's me and you again, buddy. And I want to go ahead and get a first dance on the dungeon with me and you. Because we have yet, even back in the infancy of the dungeon, our Sunday morning shows, you know, it was never just the Woodman in Hollywood. And now never. it's time to hit some of that old school feel. And I think we're off to a, a nice friendly start. But it's time to go ahead and beat the shit out of Vegas. All yeah. right. I'm pissed off. I'm ready to roll. And I'm ready to see what my man Pots and Pans, the Woodman David Woody has 
for our locks of the week, as we used to call it, our plays of the week, but we call it the Bagels and Locks on the Degenerate Dungeon. As always, leading off and playing center field, it is the Woodman. It's David Woody. Thank you so much. Uh, and leading off, I will start with the baseball. We're going to do baseball. I got bit one baseball pick for you guys this week. I'm very excited about it. And as I usually do with baseball, um, it has worked for me over the long haul. I've made a lot more money betting on baseball than I've ever lost. A lot more. I'm up, I'm up big in baseball in my lifetime. And it, it's usually because I start by looking at the pitchers. Um, you... <laughs> Offense is tough in baseball. It's really tough. Uh, the best hitter in the league who's going to win the MVP that year, he'll have for four or even over five days. So betting on who's going to hit well on a given day is tougher. The great pitchers, they're not going to have too many bad outings in the course of a year. Right. Um, and sometimes they even get the W in outings where they weren't quite as sharp. Right. That's what a Cy Young year. I remember some of those years, Maddox, like even in his bad games, he would give up like three or four runs. The Braves score like nine that particular right. day. They would have his matter. back, big time. You know, it happens a lot um, with with aces and stuff. And this year, I don't know if he is leading necessarily uh, in terms of betting. I should have looked this up. Maybe you can look it up while I talk, right? Okay, if you want to. But certainly, an AL Cy Young, uh, AL Cy Young candidate would be Framber Valdez, who is just off to an absolutely blistering start he's he's just incredible um he has uh he's won four straight here uh decisions the astros are i think have won his last six starts uh they really just don't lose when he starts he's that includes a shutout a complete game shutout which never happens anymore in baseball that uh, another uh seven shutout innings and eight eight innings of one run ball i mean he's just been He's been really, really lights out here, and including against some some really great offenses and some not so good ones. But he he's just awesome. Um, right now, he's are, third in the Cy Young uh, odds at plus seven fifty. Okay, sure. Actually, that's a fun bet for the future. They, too. they got McClanahan first, which don't bet. This was the same shit last year. It was. He don't did this do it. last year. He's at plus three ten. Stay off. Then you got someone I would look into at Garrett Cole at plus 600, six to Certain, one for Garrett Cole. Certainly right worth looking into uh, on just in terms of pure talent, exactly. maybe the most talented pitcher in baseball, maybe, but doesn't have, I don't think like, especially with Aaron judge being a little bit banged up. But if you look at that Yankees lineup, like I'm not so sure about that digging him out of holes. Like Framber Valdez can guarantee you almost every time. He they really the need judge and Stanton to both be healthy and hitting in the middle of that order. For that lineup to work properly, yeah, for sure. And they're not going to have that this year. Um, I mean, I guess Stanton eventually comes back, right? I don't know. He's all messed up. Yeah. Anyhow, Framber Valdez, he's awesome. Um, he's he's really off to a great start. He's he's uh, he's a tremendous tremendous pitcher. You know, two sixteen ERA here and twelve starts. Man, I mean, he's just he's just lights out. Are we taking a run line here? Are we getting balls. We're, we're going to take the run line and get Ooh. balls. We'll get pl pl plus one thirty four here on the run line Love it. Uh, for the Astros. They are on the road. It's the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays are good this year. They're not great. They're they're okay, right? The Blue Jays have had a pretty good year. Um, I mean, technically they're in fourth place and only a couple games ahead of Boston. They're better than that. You know, they're getting on track here. I think they've won uh, two or three straight now. You know, right. they're, they're a fine team. They're a good team. That's a good team. 
Um, yeah, but they like implode out of nowhere. They're weird. They can't. They're they, not a world. Like, listen, folks, do not bet a future on a, a Toronto Blue Jays. I no. know it could look funky. They just they can't put it together for more than two games. On the other hand, the Astros are the third best team in baseball in terms of run and differential, and they're just obviously a very good team. The reigning champs, they're, they're great. They, come on, get the hell out of here. Mm. They're really good. You could be mad at them. You can hate them. It's fine. I get it. I, I hate the reigning champs in almost every sport. Like, I don't want to see them. You know what I mean? Like, I totally. get all the hate. That's fine. No, no argument. But they're good, and we like to make money. So, <laughs> so I'll, do, go, right? I'll, I'll go to the Astros run line just because Framber is that good. And the Blue Jays, although their offense is good, uh, it's not like super ultra elite necessarily. And I feel like he's the type of pitcher who gives them fits. Okay, yeah, I like it. Minus one and a half, which means uh, that the Astros have to win by two runs. Plus they do 130 have to win on two. Yes. Is it plus 134 on FanDuel right now. I'm not showing it on the screen as you see, but I took it on FanDuel. I actually had all my money. Uh, all, I think all my bets are in FanDuel this week. Um, I'll just say uh, if people are worried about like they just want to would rather go for them to win by one, that's a totally reasonable bet. Take the money line instead. That's just the Astros to win the game by They can win by one. It's minus 124. It sort of pays you a little less, but that's a reasonable and good bet. But my official pick is the run line at plus 134. Beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. I want to shout out to uh, one of our besties, Roland. What's up? He said, I'm a bit late. Love you, fellas. I'm here. We love you, too. Dad bragged. My son won first team all league, first base as a sophomore. Just announced today. Congratulations, dude. That's amazing. Oh. I had a, uh, I had a, my, my nephew was a big time baseball player one words similar to that and like and just played and played and played and played and unfortunately got hurt but uh it's so it's such a cool thing congratulations to uh you and your son hope the best for for him that's so freaking cool man congrats uh, man Jeez. yeah so awesome um let's get back to making money here so i was zeroing in on something and i'm like you know what i know we've had some people that have shouted out on Reddit and things like that, that are like, yo, these, these guys talk hockey, right? I want to hear some hockey talk. Well, I can't help it because hockey is my favorite sport in general. And I thought I had a finger on a pulse of this thing, and I, I didn't. Like, I had Panthers in six. Technically, it's still a viable bet. Um, they would have to go ahead and win four in a row now. They look embarrassed, okay? Um, Florida, they're just getting embarrassed. They, but in fairness to them, like we talked about, that is a hell of a home field advantage. Like the people in Vegas go insane. They go insane. Look, I used to work for a hockey team in Vegas. It, we, yeah. it was an ECHL team. It was the double A of baseball equivalent. I worked for that team. I've been there. They love their hockey. Yeah. Not one of them are from Las Vegas, but they love <laughs> yeah. supporting where they live for hockey. Like It's, it's incredible, but they do show up. It was an incredible atmosphere in the ECHL when I worked for that team in the front office. It was tremendous. I couldn't imagine. I remember saying if an NHL team ever comes here, but back when I worked there, Vegas wasn't allowed to have professional teams because of right. the gambling aspect. Obviously, right. that has usurped everything because Kajish. Yes. So, uh, but and, and, and by, before long, we don't know who knows, like baseball, basketball, I wouldn't be shocked. I big wouldn't time, be shocked. right? Oh, no. Well, I mean, Oakland's going there for sure. So the A's, the A's will be there. Oh, that's it, right. Yeah. So then they'll have three out of four already. That they quick. Will. That's amazing. That quick. Really like within fast. 10 years. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Within less than 10 years. That's fast, yeah. man. Yep. After never having anything for decades. It's wild. Totally. 
So I want to I want to go ahead and look at at this next NHL Stanley Cup game, and like really like think about like what the hell is going to hit here. Like how how do we actually make money doing this? Um, because a part of me thinks, yeah, Panthers at home, they're going to win. They're going to bounce back. They can't they can't play that bad, right? In game three, after being embarrassed. Also, after like game one, there was a a YouTube clip that was viral of the one cat on Vegas being on the bench who was saying they they don't want it. They don't want it, guys. They don't want it. They they're not in this game mentally. They're out. They don't want it. Uh-huh. And game two, I put a half unit on that bitch just for Panthers money line, thinking, how could you let in the Stanley Cup finals, I, dude, it could be a home and home in, in in friggin' December. Like, Devils come to Philly, then you go to the Devils for the next game. If I hear that one of the dudes says, I don't want it, and maybe we lose that game, you better damn well believe I'm giving it hell the next game. No, uh-uh. Like, did not show up again. Seven so to 7-2, right? 7-2? to two. So, Dude, I, yeah, exactly. So I cannot I, – I, I'm not going to – I think that they – play competitively but i can't i'm not i'm not going panthers here i'll tell you what i'm gonna do something stood out to me like a, a sore thumb and it's scary people you can't that's the thing about betting though you can't get scared about shit like this it's scary because what did you just say the final score was woodman seven two right and the first game also a lot of goals but you have to just look at it as in the mindset of like the, the Panthers didn't come this far to completely roll over and die, right? Especially now that they're on home ice. Typically, a hockey over-under is at five and a half. Both FanDuel and DK have it at six. Vegas has been scoring at will, the, the Golden Knights, that is. Sometimes I just say Vegas and I mean the sports books. But as far as this is concerned, you know, Woodman, we're going to have to watch out for that because maybe they will have a fourth team you know, cover all four major sports. And you can't just say Vegas as in books. Now Vegas means a team. But the Vegas Golden Knights, by the way, I can't stand it. They don't have Las Vegas and it's just Vegas. But anyway, be like the Philly Golden Knights. Like, stop. Uh, the Golden Knights have been scoring at will. DK has adjusted. Fandle has not. Take advantage of it. So here's what I'm going to show you. We have the over-unders at six. It's still an even juice either way, minus 110. Give me that under. I'm going to pound that all day, and I'll tell you what. I'm betting just on Florida playing better. I'm not betting that they're going to win. I'm betting that they will play better, which means you have to stop the Golden Knights from scoring, right? Like, let's, you know, it's you want to score more than the other team. That's where we're at here. Let me just tell you something about the Florida Panthers here before this. Prior to the Stanley Cup Finals, if you were to have an over-under of six, you would have won seven of the last eight games that they played in the playoffs before the Stanley Cup Finals. Games that Florida – Florida won all but one of their games that they won leading up to the Stanley Cup Finals was under six goals. So yeah. that's another thing. I just think that they're going to be more aggressive. I mean, it's – I don't know. And they, I, can't I keep give, they can't keep giving up this many goals, basically. They can't. And if yeah. they want to win, it's probably going to be like a 3-2, which is mainly what they've been doing, or a 3-1 or something like that. For me, it's time for Bob, who is the official goaltender of the Degenerate Dungeon. If McDee was here, I'm sure he would back that. But uh, it's time for him to step up. Uh, he's got the talent for sure. I'm loving this under six. 
if you the reason why I was saying FanDuel is not appropriating this correctly is because yes, the over under is at six. Um, but let me just double check right now. Oh wow, whoa, whoa, hold on. New forget the minus one ten. Stop and sharing that screen. I'm gonna present to you something new. This move big time. They have an over-under now at six and a half. And thankfully, I did not totally put the bet in because this thing moved big I time. think it moved. Totally. <laughs> Under six and a half, minus 138. I will take that all day. All day, all day. Minus 138, uh, under six and a half. I know minus 138 isn't fun. Here's what I want to give a little bit of an inkling to the folks out there who bet and are like, well, minus 138, like here, I'll show you on the screen. If you, if you put in, you know, 50 bucks, 36, 23, like that's not really, that's not really attractive, is it? Well, yeah, it is. Cause I'll take 36 fucking dollars. Somebody bet. giving me $36 for, for me doing nothing other 100%. than just being right about this one thing. Right. 100%. But right. if you feel good about something else too, you want to go ahead and make like a money line bet on a on a baseball game. Let's take the Braves at the no, let the guys the Mets. Let's take let's let's actually the Braves something. are gonna win that game. Take okay. the Braves. So Braves with Strider at home, boom. I think all of a sudden you're plus one seventy two. Like if if you're not liking a minus one thirty eight, parlay it once. Don't go with nuts some, with something that you really like. You really, really like. And uh, have fun with that. You can even do all over underlines and stuff like that. But I'm just saying, as far as this is concerned, now officially a FanDuel bet because they had this at six, but their under six was minus one thirty five. So now they're under six and a half is minus one thirty eight. Okie dokie. I'll take that all day. Okay. So uh, first of all, Roland says Ooh, he doesn't. Not he doesn't know. It. Yeah, he doesn't know. All right. no, he's, not, he's not saying he's not saying you're definitely wrong. He says, oh, no, no, no. no. And, and he's not incorrect by having that, you know, that thought process. Right. But... Vegas has been able to score essentially at will at this point. Exactly. But that, that just can't continue indefinitely, I don't think. Um, you got to imagine this team being called out and then shit in the bed. I just think, especially at home, I'm not saying the Florida Panthers are the biggest home ice advantage, but they have to. It's the Stanley Cup Finals. Every ounce of your energy has to be put in this game. You go down 3-0, you're out. This is everything they have. 100%. Now, now, they might score five goals, but who knows? Now, not only do I love your pick, but your pick leads into both of my other two picks for tonight. Are you going to say that? I'm that serious. Segwayed I'm right in. I, it segues right in. It is time for Prop of the Evening to you, ladies and gentlemen. How's your dog, Brian? We'll see how my dog's doing, Joe. Oh, by the way, let me do a little sidetrack here. For those that are new to the show, I just want to show something here because I know everybody that's here most likely in the chat are Glass Cannon Nash members, and that's fucking awesome. We love you so much. So you probably most of them anyway, yeah. Yeah, you've probably already seen this. Anybody that, that is coming from our old podcast and stuff, I just have to show something because this is so cool. Uh I don't know how many people out there in the chat have been to a live glass cannon show, but we're betters, man. We are betters at, at the heart. And I just want to show from a, you know, Troy and Joe have been on this show from the get-go back when we started doing it week one of the NFL last season. And like I was watching their um, their show from the Twin Cities, St. Paul, to be particular, and 
Joe said something. Troy set it up perfectly. Basically, Troy introduced the show as he, he brought it up as a meme. They questioned if it is a meme. And in essence, it's basically a question. Would you rather have $10 million right now or be able to go back to when you're six years old? Mm. And of course, on this glorious six-person panel, that immediately had asterisks and questions. Yeah. Well, could it mean this? Could it mean that? And Choice is like, fucking answer the question. But no, it's such a, it's, it's, it's so fun. And I just want to show you why the essence of this program, the Degenerate Dungeon, is on the Glass Cannon Network. And for those uh, via podcast, you will hear it as well. But I'm going to share the screen as we go forth. And just listen to this. <laughs> Troy brought forth this question. And let's hear how our boy Joey O.B. mentions how he would answer it. Would anybody go back to being six? No. No. I'm not asking you. <laughs> You'll have your turn. We'll go one by one. Okay. No one on this side. Sydney, alternate timeline six, maybe? No. Uh, yeah, I'd go back. You'd well, go back? Yeah, provided that uh, I have this other consciousness that lives on and is, uh, you know. What if that isn't part of it? Then I'll take the 10 mil. <laughs> Let's rock, baby. What million. would you do with $10 million? I'd put it on black. Yep. <laughs> make it 20 million. <laughs> I mean, come on now. We're gamblers at heart, baby. 10 mil on black, says Joey Obey. My man pots and pans. That's what we do here. We gamble. It's in the heart of us. And uh, I love them for doing that. If you have not watched the show, if you are not subscribed to the Glass Cannon Network on uh, on YouTube, you must because yes. uh, the shows are amazing. And the opening banter this year, the way Troy has presented it and the way that the uh, Glass Cannon has, uh, you know, retaliated to, <laughs> to what he's presented <laughs> has just been utter gold. And yeah. it's, it's tremendous. So. Uh, but yes, I just wanted to put that out there. We're looking to make money. We are gamblers at heart, and we are going to always try and steer you the best way to do so. And like I was mentioning, I have a lot to make up for, but what I just said spurred something in the Woodman, and now I would like to dro drop it over to him for his prop ski. It's time for property evening, Woodman. Yes, so your pick ties in with both my prop and my juice pick. We will hold off on the juice. Let's go in order. Let's keep it in order. But um, just keep know that, that that's coming back up as well. All right. My prop is going to be a kind of a futures bet, although it's not for very far down the road. Um, and it's for Aiden Hill to win uh, the uh, whatever they call the MVP in the Stanley Cup. Con Smythe, my friend. Con Smythe, thank you. Um, um, wow. Wow. How is this the case? Plus right 500 now, on. Oh, hey, sorry. Let me go ahead and get back to that. No, you're fine. Yeah, plus 500 is is exactly right, and it's a good, a very good number. That almost could have been my juice pick, to be honest. But I like it so much. I'm making it my prop of the evening. I think it's gonna hit. I hit my prop last week. I may have hit the week before. I'm, I'm getting a little little momentum how with props. This one's hitting. I'm telling you. Um, <clears throat> they um, they're you know they're not probably gonna sweep. I'm sure Brian's right that the the Panthers are gonna. Get get right in some way at home here, and 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 and, prop, and maybe this game even. But I think he's been playing out of his mind. You know, you can watch a couple of highlight, really unbelievable saves, and some of them were maybe a little lucky. But he's he's just you know, 
in in hockey, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Brian. You're the big hockey fan. I'm, uh, you know, I like it a lot. I love it, but but it's your favorite playoff hockey. Isn't it true that in playoff hockey, mm. a, a a goaltender can just get hot, even if he is not the best, most talented goaltender in the NHL? If he's three hot, words, three go words. Go ahead, Jean Sebastian Jiguer. Okay, yes. like. He, you know, the only be, him and Ron Hextall, the only two goalies to ever win a Conn Smythe Trophy, which is the MVP of the playoffs, as a loser. Um, but yes, the the hot goalie in NHL playoffs is as old as time, and it's a beautiful fucking thing, man. But you're, you're I talking can just about, tell you like this pick. I can tell you like this I'm, pick. So it's funny because there's a guy who's favored, and for yeah. those watching on Twitch, that I'm going to talk about soon, okay. but not in the same wavelength here. Okay, You are picking, basically, the goalie of the team that's probably going to win the Cup, that's what which I is, I don't know, 70% of the time wins Conn Smythe, you know, every, at plus 500. You're getting five to one of your money. Like, why not? And honestly, I, I, I was going to be my pick even before I saw what I was getting for it. I'm like, I think it's good process. I think it's I a good pick. I was shocked it was 5-1. to one. But plus 500, I'm like, oh my gosh. I couldn't click it fast enough. So that's my pick. That's all I have to say. Nothing else well, to add. One thing that people need to need to know about this is that uh, I think this is different from the NBA. Is The NBA Finals, when they do their MVP, is um, I'm pretty sure it's series-based. I think the NBA sure. Finals MVP is because of the NBA Finals. Sure. Just like the, the World Series and the Super Bowl. Correct. The Yeah, because they have an, an, an Eastern Conference Finals MVP and a Western Conference Finals MVP. So, yes, correct. Check on that. The NHL Conn Smythe Trophy is about the playoffs. And starting this, uh, Aiden Hill was one of these young, like, hot goalies that caught fire. And this is quintessentially what happens when a team wins some uh, twice when they didn't win, but they were just so good. At plus 500, wow, I had no idea. Good for you for doing that homework because the cat that uh, that I'm looking at here, Jonathan Marchessault, for me, is yeah. on fire. And for me, we'll stay in the same realm. I'm not saying Con Smythe, but guess what my prop is, Woodman? What Jonathan fucking Marchessault to do what, though? DK is giving me something that I just cannot not bet. What is and it? we're going to go ahead and roll. So going into this game... I'm looking at, by the way, I'm looking at some of these comments and it's, it's so fun. Oh, by the way, King of Ling 13. Thank you so much for being here. He says, glass cannon Ace brought me here, baby. Fuck. Yeah. So good to have you here. Thank you so much for rocking and rolling. Thank you. Um, so this game, I'm just yeah. thinking there's a, hence him being minus one Oh five on DK for con Smythe. Jonathan March assault is playing out of his goddamn mind okay yes. he's on fire and hence him being the the highest uh you know rated for mvp so let's go ahead and kind of do a little deep dive into something here and i'm gonna bring it up let's, did i have it on there boom 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 okay so i was thinking my first intuition for this game was let me get the shots on goal here for a prop it's the funnest prop to bet when it comes to betting hockey Especially if you're watching live, it's just really fun. You don't need the guy to score, okay? And a lot of times, that's the bet. You know, a lot of a lot of you look at it on Twitter. It'll be a goal scorer bet, goal scorer, or yep. points even. You know, or you points. see a guy 
Oh wait, it was it was a two two pointed uh a uh, pass. Boom boom. But wait, was he the third guy to pass it or no? Forget about that. Just focus on the cat getting shots on that. And that's mm. where I went. And immediately I went to my boy Matthew Kachuk, who I mentioned last week. Who, by the way, I mentioned him as a as my I believe it was prop to be the Conn Smythe winner. If the Panthers win, you better damn well believe that's already going to cash because it ain't going to be Bob after his first two games performance. Right. That's true. You're and it will be Kachuk. He scored one last It's just It will be him. Um, it, it will be. If they win, if, if they, they come win, all the way back and win here, it, it would be him. Yes. For sure. So that's a good like kind of root for the Panthers. You'll get some money in your pocket for that. But then I went to shots and I went to Kachuk and I was like, okay, yeah, over three and a half minus 105. Like that's kind of that, that that's really good. Like just almost even money. And then I looked two up and I went, wait a second. Are you telling me that the hottest player on the ice right now, <laughs> over three and a half shots, is plus 130? You're getting 1.3 to your dough? Like, I'm not trying to pull a rabbit out of the hat with my props anymore like I did last week with the Gabe Vincent first of five points or whatever. And, and by the way, Gabe Vincent did shoot the first shot for Miami last week. And, of course, he missed because I had money on him. But <laughs> while I do think that this game is lower on the pucks finding the back of the net, it doesn't mean there won't be chances. I mean, this cat is super active shooting the puck. As a matter of fact, here's what I want to tell you about Jonathan Marchessault against Edmonton in the Western Conference semis, okay? In the six-game series against Edmonton, he shot the puck at least four times each game. He shot the puck on net, by the way. That's what we're saying. They got to be on goal. Four, seven, six, six, five, six. And that's when he was kind of scoring, you know, sparingly. Now he's on fire. This dude has scored four goals in three games and that goes a long way in the hockey playoffs. You know what you do when you're in the fucking Stanley Cup finals and you got a dude scoring over a goal a game? That cat, when that puck taps the tape, you let it loose, baby. And that dude's going to be putting at least four shots on goal, plus 130. Get out of town with that. Golden Knights are looking to put their feet on the throat of the Panthers. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'm like I mentioned earlier, I'm just not comfortable betting that game straight up. I, I lean Panthers, sure, but you know what? Why not let your hottest player get the rock, so to speak? Well, you put yourself in the shoes. I mean, this is something that, that nobody does better than you, Hollywood, but you try to put yourself in the shoes of the guys who actually have to take the court, the ice, the field, you know? Sure. And it's like, if I'm the Panthers, I have to have this game because I can't go down 3-0. If I'm the Golden Knights, I almost also have to have this game because – the difference between being up two to one and then having to play another game on the road like that right. versus up three. Oh, is a, you know, just, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I would be, I would be a little bit, if I got like trounced in game three, if I was the golden Knights, I might be a little deflated going into game four. And I think I could catch myself looking ahead like that if I got down early. Yeah, sure. So I would worry about that. So I would come out. I would want to come out hot and I would want to come out aggressive. If I were the golden Knights, I would want to step on the throat. Absolutely. This is when and if it doesn't work, do that. that's okay. We're still up two to one. It's fine. But I would, that would be my, my, uh, I would attempt to be aggressive. Nothing to lose. Nothing, to lose. nothing to lose. Already up to nothing. 
What are you going to do? Come out 2-0, you just won on your home ice twice. The last thing you're going to come out playing real conservative and hoping they mess up. That's not how you play in that situation. It's the only way maybe that would be like acceptable. And, and, you know, I'm using terms here that probably wouldn't suffice. But if you just won two on the road and you're coming back home, you know, you got that kind of then more so. But you're up 2-0. If you lose uh, game three, the whole series is different. Well, or also like what happens a lot in pro sports is like, if a team gets up 3-0, they actually get a lot of times in game four, they'll get very conservative. Yeah. They'll get very for sure. conservative. For sure. And they lose, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that's okay. And that happens a lot. You don't that's why you don't see a ton of sweeps. So sweeps are kind of rare, you know, exactly. because you know, if, when you get up 3-0, it's you tend to take your foot off the gas a little bit, you know. Yeah. Oh, Roland, but, are you, you said dude's clapping the biscuit. He will be, buddy. Marcel's gonna clap the biscuit. Roll, Roland, I'm telling you what, man. I, I need to just hire you as the official title namer of the shows because I might have to name this week's show Clapping the Biscuit. How do I not, Woodman? Ton, I, my man, Pots and Fans. I love it. I love it. beautiful thing. Um, this hey, is man. Not, this will make Roland a uh, degenerate dungeon podcast titling veteran because this will be the second time. I've picked from his chat. Clap and, and biscuit. How do and you not the last? And not the last. Hell no. Um, can I? Love you, buddy. Can you lead me? With, is it okay if that? If your props kind of lead me into my juicy John? Oh wait, you want to? You want to get juicy? You like the juice, eh? Well, we want. More. You want more juice? Yeah, probably. Let's see. It's time, ladies and gentlemen, for the segment we like to call "Like of the Juice." The Woodman with a hockey juice, John. Yep. Yep. Where do I'm I? Really, where do you play me here? I'm so certain Mm-mm. that not only Hollywood, but but also oh, dude, anyone who a gambler's likes, last words. I'm certain that Hollywood is going to like this oh. pick, and I'm certain that anybody who liked Hollywood's um, lock of the week is going to like this pick Man, because it's, it's yeah because it's it's the same game parlay, and there's only two Ooh. legs. It's just two legs. Two legger, nothing crazy. I love a two leg same game parlay. Two leg same game parlay is like my favorite bet, almost that you can make. I I I think I've done so well with them. Oh, uh, good for you. Uh, to be uh uh to be uh, to explicate that. How do I get bit. into? The, oh, here it is same game. Okay, DK or Fandle. Um, I didn't write down which one I took. That's it all on. right. Let's see what we got. I don't remember. I probably took it on Fandle, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What you can do don't you anyway. fucking understand? Um, so <laughs> that's such a good drop. I missed that one. So, so same game parlay just means that, um, uh, someone is making multiple bets on a discrete outcome mm-hmm. within the same actual game in real life. So the same one game in real life. You put um, it so much better than I would have. My God. And, uh, they're so good at this, David. <laughs> the thing about that is, though, that they do all have to hit. And so because they all have to hit. That's there. I personally don't like m- placing parlay bets that have many, 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 many legs, right? Many different things have to happen. Even if all of those things, you can do the math yourself. I mean, but even if a bunch of different events, discrete events have a high likelihood of hitting, the likelihood of all of them hitting is never very high. It's Struggling. always it's bad. And so instead, I like to make an, a, a parlay that has just two or three legs. That's I my, want winners. 
I want because I want winners. Thank you, Mike. And so, um, friend of the show, Michael Singletary. Friend, friend of the show, Michael Singletary. Uh, enemy of the show, Vernon Davis. So, um, <laughs> yes. uh, SGP. I shouldn't say that too loud. That's a big dude who messed That's me dude. up. Um, oh God. It would mess me up so bad. I'll come out of the dust. I, I wouldn't be belly. shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, so it's a two-legger. <laughs> One of the legs is Brian's lock of the week. I have the under six and a half goals no as right. one of my two legs. This I, Brian, I swear, God, I wrote this down way before I knew that was running picks. We're Beautiful just thing. we're. I'm gonna roll on DK and I'll see what Fanduel has as we go as well. I think I did it on Fanduel, but I I can't be certain. You know what? I'm actually gonna bring that up for those with the benefit of watching us live because. The interface is way better. All right, so same game par. Let's go under six and a half. Bada bang. Yep. And then the second leg is, and it's just you just scroll right down. It's will there be an overtime? <gasps> will there be overtime? <laughs> and I chose here? yes. The Panthers have played a ton I of overtime it. games all year, especially this in the playoffs here. Wow. Times they keep winning them. I believe they're six and zero oh in overtime in this playoffs. Unbelievably. I'm That's not incredible. saying they win this one. I actually think they might lose. This game goes to overtime. That means they didn't come out firing. They didn't show everybody that they're, you know, whatever, the better. T- they didn't come out and 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 whoop, right? right? So I actually think if it goes there, they're probably at a disadvantage, to be honest. But be that as it may, I don't care who wins. I, my bet is plus 723, and I win no matter what, because I think this game goes to OT. I think it's very low scoring. Um, I couldn't tell you who ultimately is going to win it. I guess you can get in trouble uh, in the playoffs. I guess you could have multiple times, but I mean, it's not going to increase the number of goals. You're just going to have no score, no score. And so, you know, so I'm not worried about this bet at all. I kind of think this is a good juice bet. Yeah. I mean, it's plus 700 on DK plus 723 on uh, Fandle. So that's where we're going to roll with that officially. I, I will be telling this because I think it's fun. You know why? Who who wouldn't love a two two overtime game, and knowing that we're just hitting that under? You know no, what I mean. No matter what, bad. no matter what, like you go into OT and you or you know your bet has already hit. Oh, Llama Ops jumps in. Good to see you, by the way, tonight. Llama Ops DK has a twenty five percent boost for same game par on this game. If you opt in, I don't have that in PA, unfortunately, but I I do think it's uh you know state based. But giddy up to that if you like this, you want to put that twenty five percent piece on it. That would throw that John up to uh, almost a, a ten to one odds, John. So uh, hell yeah, I would man. Look at you betting on the OT game. What's going on behind me? Oh, Denver's up by eleven with yeah. one minute left. I knew I should have pounded that ML. I know. I thought about. Oh, I want to put two units on the money line, but I don't have that right now to do because I haven't been doing so hot. That's why I'm making it up this week. All right, we're talking juicy picks, right? You want to talk juicy picks? Let's talk juicy picks. You want to get nuts, one man? Let's get. We, nuts. we like the juice, man. You do like the juice. So I heard, by the way. So I heard. You want more juice? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. So I had something funky going on because to me, it was up between two juicy picks, and we haven't talked NBA really because we're recording during a live NBA Finals game. However, oh yeah, and, and we should say like if you're disappointed about that, it's not really our fault. Yeah. Because there's a game going on right this second, all of the bets that you could make on the next game are, are not available. I can't look at them. So right. I couldn't really make a pick on them because I can't see them. I was going to guess uh, based on, you know, 
what what has happened. And I, I let me look live. I, I'm literally pulling my phone out right now because I had two things that I was going to say based on next game. Let me just look at point scores for this game per team. And basically two uh, highly precedented point scores were not showing up. And I said, if they don't show up again tonight, then they're going to be my um, pick to score 35 or more points. Ooh. The one was Murray. He showed up. He has 32. The other one was Butler. He showed up as 28. I'm out. I'm out. Okay. Nah. The flow ain't happening for me that way. Done. Yeah. Done. Done. I found something else, and I found it literally as we were going live. And I feel so fucking good about this. You ready for this? We're going to do it live. We are going to do it live. And well done, my friend. If I could just find it. Do it live. Fine. You don't got to yell, though. That's really obnoxious. But we're going to go to Roland Garros. Oh, oh. We are. Let's go to the French Open. Oh. Yes. Thank you for doing this. Good. Because my man Pots and Pans last week went ahead and showed some. Uh, some 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 tennis knowledge by saying his boy Alcatraz or uh, what's his name <laughs> uh, was going to um, win. Which, by the way, uh, it's not for sure because he still has to beat Djokovic. But I Does think he's to going Djokovic. to. I think he's going to. I still think that pick is going to hit. But uh, so, we won't know until Sunday. Let me put this out there for, for those with the benefit of watching on Twitch. Here, you got. Alcaraz, right, versus Djokovic, who yes. is arguably the best player in the world. But this Alcaraz guy, by the way, we're going to hear this guy for the next 10 years, 15 years, maybe. He is the new guy. Did I you get a watching, chance to watch some, dude? I watched was, him on Sunday. Was he as good as I said? Holy shit. Incredible, dude. Just absolutely incredible. The way he plays all the angles, the, dro the drop shots, the touch on his lobs, like he just... He has. I am like, not a tennis there's aficionado. An, there's an artistry to the way that he plays. This dude's. It's this not dude's, just power. No, because it's yeah, it's not just like the the Picassos of the tennis world. No, this dude's a Rococo. Okay, <laughs> this guy's got it on his fingertips every way he does it. This he's in full fucking control. That being said, he just turned twenty like a couple weeks ago. He did, and all of a sudden he's the number one player in the world. That can catch up on a young player, the Woodman. I know, I know what you said last week. You liked them at the plus one sixty-five, I think it was, to win at uh, all. One one forty, I think, or something like that. All good, probably still there. Let's go ahead and see the futures. By the way, he is minus one fifty. So that's what happens if you you tail the Woodman. You're looking pretty good right now, but we're in the semis, okay? On Friday, there's going to be two matchups. One, of course, at five a.m., which I'll be up for. Psych. Uh, but I do want to say there's four guys left. There's four guys left. And this is similar to what I did with the match play championships in the PGA. I took a talented player um, to win at the best odds when it came to the last four. My point being, you got Zeverev over here, and that's not how you pronounce his name because I've heard it say, said on TV, and I forget how it is, but his it just looks like it should be pronounced Zeverev. Uh, and he's a very, very talented player, a tall, lanky Russian, I believe, but he is very talented. But he always, because I've had futures on this cat before, Wimbledon included, oh, and he's let me down. He does. He always gets to the quarters of the semis, and I never see this motherfucker play in the final. So I'm going to go ahead and put Casper Ruud in the finals, the mm. Norwegian, who's the fourth-ranked player. By the way, Zeverev is, I'm just calling him Zeverev, so let's just mind that, is the 22nd-ranked men's player. 
So I'm going to go ahead and give Kasparud that victory. I'm going to just put him in the final. That's all I want. That's all I want. Just get this cat to the final. He is plus 900 to win the French Open. The reason I'm down with this is because I want this newly 20-year-old Alcaraz to win. Because that's tough, man, for a 20-year-old to just come off playing Djokovic. If he beats Djokovic, if Djokovic wins, he's winning the French Open. 100%. If, if Djokovic 100%. loses, this kid's got a chance. Okay. okay? And I'm going to go ahead and go with his futures tab. Can, can I just... 900. Can I just say? Yep. On FanDuel, 1,000. No way. Giddy up. I'll take another unit ski. Yep. Casper Rude, I'll take a plus 1,000 to win the French Open just because I think he will beat Alexander Zevrev or however they pronounce his name. I do think he'll get by him. And if you give me plus 1,000 money line to even face Djokovic, fine. But to face uh, Alcaraz, too, I mean, he's a young, young, young kid. And I, I'm not the biggest tennis guy in the world. We're not going to act like we're a fucking tennis podcast. But I've watched enough tennis to be like, okay, I think that this Zevrev dude chokes. And I'll take one guy in the finals at plus 10 to 1 or as I thought, 9 to 1. Let's go. Sure. And and let's be honest. If he gets there, if it really is him against Alcaraz. Absolutely. He won't be plus 1,000 anymore. You know, right. you can't get no. these odds anymore. Absolutely so you might not. as well take it now. Yeah, I get it. Probably be I get plus it. Four. I will just say, I remember when. I was when I was so I played tennis growing up. I played tennis all grown up and uh and 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 from from a young kid and then all the way through a high school and into college. And uh so well, I was when a huge, I see you, by the way, I don't I still don't know. Zwerva above. <laughs> Damn it. Can and you, I, can you make it more phonetic? I please? just wanted to say I remember when Sampras was like 18 or 19 or or 20 right. or whatever he was. I think he was 19, maybe when he first one uh, uh Wimbledon or the US Open, whichever one was first. He won those two tournaments a lot, <laughs> if people remember. Um and and you know and, and he, he had, had sex with uh Billy Madison's uh teacher. He had sex with Billy Madison's teacher. But but the thing is For is sure. that he <laughs> he um had I thought he had a lot of the same qualities that I see in Alcaraz, he had uh, this, even though he was young, he never seemed to choke really. Even when he would lose, it would just be because he didn't have his serve that day or something. Like it wasn't right. because he, he would like have a ton of unforced errors, like stupid stuff, like, or like get in his own head. You know what I mean? Like in tennis, you can get in your own head a lot. Like it's similar to golf in that way where like you, a, part of the battle is your own against your own psychology. You know, like when you miss a couple shots, can you just let those go? and move on or are they stuck in are you are you like fighting against that you know and so and what i like about this alcaraz kid is to me i see him he reminds me of a younger sampras in the way that he could just let it go have a double fault win the next four points you know yeah. that he would do that stuff I mean, he does that all the time youngin, man not giving a shit about he anybody. just seems like you don't give a shit you know yeah. which is great which is a good thing by the way yeah. Well, maybe, you know, I, I, I got to give a shout out because Roland, I brought up the Rococo point and this dude Damn it. always, always fucking. I mean, if we had a research section, my man Pots and Pans is on it. My man Roland says Rococo art is characterized by lightness, elegance, and an exuberant use of curving natural forms in ornamentation. I feel very, very appropriate by making that analogous 
to the man that I mentioned. It's a beautiful Actually, thing. And I'll just say one more thing on tennis. The Rococo kind of player. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Uh, real old school tennis fans, pe- people as old as me will remember Agassi when he was young. Oh, yeah. And actually, uh, in some ways, Alcaraz reminds me of him, too, because he was a little shorter. Mm. He didn't have the biggest serve. He wasn't a big ace guy all the time. But he had the best return of serve in the game. What you know about pressure? He was the best returner of serves in the game, straight up, Agassi was, for for. For a decade, he was the best returner. And his hair didn't even move. It was almost like it was glued <laughs> on his head. I actually think, wasn't it? it, it turned dude, out... his hair was always fake. Isn't that it was always fake, yeah. yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, it is incredible. But but he had the best returner serve in the game. He was one of the best uh, serving volleyers in the game. If you want to crown he was him, just, then crown her ass. And he was just crafty, and he played all the angles really well. And I think Algras does all those things. So I like him. Look. I'm obviously showing like, I'm just a fan, right? He's like a 19, 20 year old kid. I just like his game. Um, having said that, I like your pick. Dude. Like I do think like he could like, it could be one of those situations where he gives everything he has. He beats Djokovic 100%. in five sets, you know, uh, right. Just knock down drag. Seven, him, six, seven, six, seven, six, seven, six around that. The last three sets he's done toast. You cannot and- be serious. Sorry, he just John. doesn't have it left for the final. Like it could easily happen. Could easily happen. I mean, ten to one on. Like I think that this ten dude to one. beats Zverev. At plus two hundred or plus three hundred, I wouldn't. I would not tell you. At plus a thousand, yeah, that's interesting. You know, it's fun too. By 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 what you were saying, your standards of of picking him outright to start the French Open. You know, you got a hedge oppo if you follow the yeah. Woodman. Yes, you got a head job, though. No matter who wins, by the way, because if it's if it's rude or, or then you're good to go making money. You know, yeah, maybe maybe it's Paul Rudd's son. You know, you don't know. It could be. Give it to me hard. <laughs> I mean, that's the serves that I'm I'm expecting. You know, but the Woodman. This has been fun. Hockey and tennis mostly. Dude. Little, little, little bit of baseball, some other stuff going on. But baseball. Spring, we touched on basketball, but like a lot of hockey and tennis. You know, a lot of hockey, dude. To round and out, la- and last week was a ton of golf talk. I mean, this is fun. Dude. Are, we, are we not having fun? We're having a fucking good time, baby. A couple bets are going to happen, and they damn sure did. And guess what? They're going to happen again next week, right here, right at this time, 10 p.m. Eastern. If you guys are listening to the show via pod. And you have yet to catch a live dungeon. Boy, do we have a wide open arms from the crowd here and the nation. Everybody in the comments to welcome you in, to shoot the shit, say whatever the fuck you want. And we're going to have a good time doing it. Um, did we have a good time tonight, boys and girls? How? Oh, Roland says Belmont stinks. Dude, I, I got nothing. I got nothing. You oh, know. no. Is that this weekend? Yeah, I I, I dined out after the derby. Dude, yeah. I won ninety bucks on the derby. I knew that would mean I won ninety more dollars than I would on horses this year. And uh, peace out. But yes, this has been a blast. I'll tell you what, Roland. Here, I'll do this. I'll do this. Oh, I'll say, are we I, going to? No, no, possibly no, we're, do a live. No, no. Do but I will tell you this. I will post my picks. I'll give. I'll probably have two. I usually have two for horses because I like to put like. Yeah, put them on all in one. It's uh, it's tough. I'll probably post my two horses. Yeah, I'll probably post my two on uh, on Instagram. I'll probably try and do it tomorrow if I can. 
Um, well, wait. So Belmont's probably Saturday. Yeah, so I have till Saturday. That's yeah, true. Maybe I won't days. get it. I might. I might not get it. Well, I, I. I think I'll have time tomorrow though. So I I'll probably get it tomorrow. Too. We got like fucking three followers on the Instagram. So everybody, if you got an Instagram account, degenerate underscore dudgeon, let's yeah. go there and follow. And Brian that. will post them to Twitter. Brian, take a screenshot of my thing and post it to Twitter. Well, well, your picks, I'll do. Um, yeah, things a different story, but yes, as always, everybody. <laughs> From the uh, Instagram verse to the Twitter verse at GCN Sports is where you find us and the Degenerate Dungeon in general. Please, if you are listening to us on the pod, if you are watching us right now and you have yet to just search that pod because you saw us live, do us a favor, jump on that pod, John. Give us a nice little rating. We would appreciate it. Let everybody know about the show. Tell your mother, tell your father, send a telegram. As Fife would say, and we appreciate Fife. Fife Dog for doing that. We're having a great time doing this. Uh, it was so fun for me personally. I will say it outright. The Woodman, this is bringing back some mad good memories. Definitely, and I uh, love you, brother, for rocking and rolling with me for these last three years. This is this has been, been a cool night. I love you too, man. My man. And we love the nation. We love the jump the sharp. Folks that have uh, carried over, and we will catch you guys next week on the Degenerate Dungeon, always live Wednesday nights on twitch.tv slash GCN Employee Lounge. At Glass Cannon Pod is where you'll find the Glass Cannon Network, and at GCN Sports is where you'll find us. And, of course, now that you know, on Instagram, Degenerate underscore Dungeon for the Woodman, David Woody. I'm your boy, Hollywood Hagen saying thank you so much for your time tonight. We love you guys. We'll see you next week, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here and on your podcast, wherever you find us. Rate us. Give us five stars, bitches. Peace out. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon. 